What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Power Five Podcast, where the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. I'm your host tonight, C Dub, the Great One. I'm excited to be here tonight. We've got our classic group. We've got Kevin, the Pod Father. We've got Big C. We've got Todd, the Pod God, and we've got a special guest tonight. Our friend joining us again for maybe the third, maybe the fourth. Maybe the fifth. I don't really know. But anyways, he's a fam of the pod. He's not just a friend of the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Webb Jr. We're going to be ranking our guys. This is our six hot takes episode. Uh, Repeat that hot takes volume six, ladies and gentlemen, and Mark Webb Jr. is in the house. How are we doing tonight, fellas? What's up? Hey, listen, that means that we've got 30 hot takes after this episode. I mean, that's a lot of hot takes, I feel like. That's pretty That's cool, though, man. I hope, I hope so. No repeats tonight, fellas. Hope you hey, listen no, to the episodes. No repeats. Glad to have Mark Webb Jr. back on with us. Always a, a solid guest, man. Just to remind our listeners, go back, check out the 90s country episode, the 70s songs episode. Two great episodes that Mark joined us on. Mark, speaking yeah. of which, what are you doing, buddy? What's what's the latest in your career? What's the what's the haps, the tours, the the skateboarding, um, dropping nuggets on people right now. What you been up to, buddy? Well, mostly eating junk food and sitting at home because I. Oh wow, I, you fit right in. Yeah, I <laughs> fractured my wrist. And Don't so tell us how. Don't tell us how. I haven't been able to play guitar quite as much, but I'm playing this week. I'm in Augusta most days this week, uh, playing some events for the Masters, and then after that, another couple weeks off before I have gigs again, and. I am secretly recording some songs to release. So yeah. How about that? That's that's all good information. Obviously the masters gigs, those are pretty cool. No doubt about it. But as far as the junk food goes, man, listen, no shame. We've all got deep belly buttons here. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I'm an Audi. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I wish. Speaking of what I had for dinner tonight, Kevin. Yeah, I had two bros. Shout out to our our sponsor for their ranch dressing. West Creek. Had a, let's go. Uh, West Creek, pepperoni calzone, some teriyaki wings, extra crispy with ranch. Polished her off with a Coke Zero because hey, I'm watching my figure. I got a pizza hot take tonight. We'll we'll come back to pizza. Mm. Ooh, okay. I'm excited Ooh. to see this. Listening. I'm listening. Colin, Man. what's up, buddy? Excited to doing? see this pizza hot take. I'm doing well, Christian. <laughs> good it's good to see you it's good to see you back in the states i know you were uh abroad last episode is that right yes yes <laughs> colin is mr worldwide internationally known what's the latest country that we just dropped a nugget in kev sri lanka sri lanka sri. i barely know her. <laughs> i had to find a way to squeeze it in that's what she said. Guys, I'm excited tonight. You know, Todd is looking bald and beautiful as ever. We got Mark in the house tonight. You know, we're coming off of, you know, a Tom Hanks episode that was that was hot. But this is going to be even hotter tonight. So hot that Mark is sweating right now because he knows that he's taking the hot seat away from Toddsy tonight. Todd, just before we start ranking, how are you feeling about not doing the hot seat tonight? Man, I've been celebrating all day long. I'm relaxed tonight. And can give my full attention to my hot takes because I don't have to sweat about what you're going to ask me. Oh, man. (laughs) And don't have to try to think of a smell. (laughs) Yeah, you never know what we're going to throw at you. You know, have you thought about your favorite smell since we got off, Todd? Did you did you come up with one? (laughs) I did. I don't still don't know if I came up with one, but, you know. You know, I, I gave mine in the text thread and it was the barbershop shave. Like, I don't know if you guys go to these kind of, you know, more upscale barbershops these days, but they give you the straight shave, you know, the neck shave, the hot towel. And there's like, I've got a candle last week at TJ Maxx. It's called barbershop. And I mean, that thing is just lighting up the room like a fir tree. I don't know what the smell is, but aftershave and cyanide. But anyway, it's really good, Todd. You should check it out. Clear the nostrils. That's, that's cute. You got a candle with your favorite smell. Like yeah, that. yeah. It just it just <laughs> smells like alpha men, right? All right, that's it. You're right, Kevin. As an alpha man, what if I pull an audible? What if I make Todd do the hot seat tonight? Because of that last comment. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I'm okay before, with that. Before we start ranking, y'all, you know, we like to mention some of our interactions here, and we got two rankings that came in from. Former member of the pod, Mr. Brent Vest, on his Tom Hanks rankings, okay? And Dilworth, friend of the pod, 
his Forrest Gump rankings. I feel like we need to share this with the people. All right. Dilworth came in last week with the Tom Hanks, number five, a league of their own. Number four was Captain Phillips. Number three, Castaway. Number two, Saving Private Ryan. And number one, Forrest Gump. All right. Pretty chalky there from Dilworth. And then Brant, number five, you've got mail. Okay. He did say that a close sixth was Castaway. Number four, Christian's wild card, Philadelphia. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. Number two, Green Mile. And number one, Forrest Gump. I felt like you didn't think Philadelphia was worthy of the list. I think if yeah. I remember right, you yeah. laughed at that last week. <laughs> he, <did>. he laughed <laughs> at that. Brant, do you want a rebuttal? Brant, anyone? Brant? Nope. All right. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, that was good, man. Love those chalk picks. You know, I'm just surprised that uh, – more people didn't comment on my Donald Trump impression about Rosie O'Donnell and her tush. Did anybody like that? I've been laughing about it all week. That's just me. Donald Winslow. Uh, Donnie Winslow, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hey, listen, guys. I know the, the people want to hear our hot takes. I know I do. And I really want to hear what our, our pal Mark Webb Jr. has to say tonight. So, you know, put your big boy and girl pants on tonight because we're about to come in hot with our five to one and and ladies and gentlemen, I like to always do the honors. You know, Kevin, he did the honors for me last week, but we're going to go with Hot Takes Volume 6. And Mark, you're going to take it away with number five. All right, I'm going to start off with a, this is a very popular hot take, but Beyonce sucks. Mm. Ooh. And I agree. I love it. Coming out wow. with just wow. Bang it short and sweet and simple. That's the leadoff hitter right here. I mean, Beyonce's beautiful, and I'm sure she's a nice person, but her voice <laughs> is like nails on a chalkboard, and her songs, her lyrics are just trash. Surfboard. <laughs> what? A, what? You, you got to at least admit, man, I mean, she does some seriously aggressive dancing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's a say good adjective. That. Yeah, yeah. Not always, not all ages appropriate. So, right, not on our podcast because our age range is from like ten to seventy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Queen B you're talking about. That is <laughs> Colin's favorite. What do you call a three piece? And not a quartet. It's a, it's a triune. I don't know. Anyway, Destiny's Child. Right, that was his favorite. Back in the day, say my name, say my name. <laughs> but I think he would agree with you on her solo stuff. It's not quite up snuff, right, Colin? I agree, but I think you're really going to offend Brant. I just have a feeling. I don't Ooh. know that, but I think he's going to have some uh, some outlandish Twitter comments about this. I hope Brant he comes a. on. I hope he comes on tonight. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that in Hot Takes Volume 4, because if I'm not mistaken, Hot Takes Volume 5 was – the holiday hot takes, but I'm pretty sure in holiday or excuse me, hot takes volume four, Christian had the exact same hot take, the same letter of the person, except he threw out uh, Beyonce and inserted Beatles. <laughs> did did oh. that really happen? No, no, no. Mark Webb Jr. I would never say that to him. Oh, I do remember that hearing that. <laughs> How dare but you, he sir? Stopped listening for like oh, a year man, because man. of that. I, I think that's just, a really hey, just, just kidding, but not really. I'm going to jump in right here with my number five hot take. Uh, I'm going to go, and maybe this is just mad because I'm a little frustrated at my son uh, about this at the current moment, but uh, this is one of the things that came to me this morning. I'm going to go with not returning text. It frustrates me to no end. Like, th give me a thumbs up, like, you know, throw a little exclamation point on there. Give me some kind of information about uh, whatever I ask you. You know, it's not like I hate voicemails, right? Everybody hates voicemails. I don't want to listen to them. You know, thank God they can be transcribed. But come on, man, just return the text. Do us all a Preach, favor. Preach, Todd. So, so is the hot take. I hate I'm people struggling. that don't respond to texts. Is yes. that the hot take? I hate it you is. if you don't respond to texts. Absolutely. Okay. It's more, it's it's more of the, the art of not responding to texts, right? So I'll give you an example. Me and Mark here, we text each other a lot during the day, mostly inappropriate memes and gifts. But Praise we, God. <laughs> exactly. But we always will like, you know, exclamation point, you know, have some kind of comment back. And I just think that's friend code. And that's I know a true statement about Christian. Right? 
that is me. And actually I do it too much. Mm -hmm. Like people I used to work with would say they liked that about me, but I could see where some people would be like, that's annoying. But I also, I don't get offended because I realize I'm over the top with it. But, but if you don't respond, like I actually have some friends that not on here, but like they won't, I'll send something. I may not talk to him for several weeks or months and then they'll come back out of nowhere and I'll pick up like it was fine. But deep down, you're like, remember that text last November? <laughs> you know, I, and I don't know, Todd, I'm with you there. I, I understand that concept. I have gotten worse about this. I wouldn't say that I'm a notorious non-text person, right? Or, or, or that I don't text back, but I feel like there are delays sometimes or sometimes now I forget. And I guess it's just because I'm getting 60, you know, close to 60 now. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. It does. It does bother me quite a bit if somebody doesn't respond to a text, at least in a decently timely manner. And I'll say another thing about this that, that bothers me, like my son in particular, who, you know, doesn't listen to the podcast. So he'll never know that I'm calling him out on this. He will not respond to a text. But if I send him the same message on Snapchat, He's going to respond in two seconds. And so I, I just don't get it. Like, oh, he you thought know. you were sending a photo with that, Todd. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Number five for me. Uh, we are recording this uh, on the eve of the Masters. So, number five is attending a golf tournament is not a great experience. Oh, wow. That's hot, man. <laughs> As somebody that has attended, Unfortunately, not the Masters, but attended golf events, man. I am. That is a hot take, man. Listen, I think everybody should do it once. Like, you know, you should go to the Masters once. You should go to another tournament once. But outside of that, like, it's just not a great viewing experience, I guess. I, is, is I'm what inclined I to agree. It's a long yeah, day. It's a I've hard day. Once. You I, don't get to see much golf itself. Right, like. right. Now, to Colin's point here about the Masters, you know, we went to the practice round back in 19 when Tiger won. That's the only time I've been. You go for the merch. You go for the food. You go for the grounds and the ambiance. And you hope you can sneak a peek at one of your favorite golfers playing a hole or practicing or whatnot. Now, I have a buddy who goes to the Masters every year, said he would never go on the weekend. He would rather be at home. But he'll go on a Thursday, Friday, again, just because it's part of the family tradition and he's going to get some swag. He's going to get some food. He's going to be there. But but I think you're you're right about that in that you're not going to get a good viewing experience. You're talking about watching the sport. There's a difference between, oh, I like the, the vibes of just being on the grounds of Augusta National and there's all this stuff. But if you're talking about going to watch golf, I, I completely agree. You're not really going to watch much golf. I've had a good time. I enjoy it. I feel like that's a hot take, but you guys, I think, uh, are kind of in agreement with Colin, but that's cool, man. I get it. Hey, I cannot wait to go to the Masters. I'm very hopeful that I'll be able to go at some point in my life. 2040, Kevin. That sounds good. All right. <laughs> what, 17 years away? It'll be on the moon. It's going to be I don't know. 90s. I might be dead. I might be dead then. You're going to be right. in your 90s. All right, here we go. Coming in at number five for me, hot takes. And listen, I don't necessarily know that any of these hot takes are greater than another one. Maybe so. I feel like you could rank these one through five either way, and, and it's going to be um, very, very close. But anyways, here we go. Coming in at number five, guys. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Number five, oh hot take. God. You disgust me. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Hey, greatest – Greatest home run hitter of all time, man. And the Hall of Fame, man, in my opinion, is while it is a it is a shrine to baseball. It's about baseball history. His talent level is is undisputable in my my opinion. That's why I believe that he should be in there. Can I ask you a question? Who's your home run champion? Hank Aaron. Okay, I can at least that's at least a compromise. Yeah. Are you also on the Pete Rose bandwagon, though? Because you might go hand in hand. A talent, yes. No, I mean, like, in the Hall of Fame-wise, do you believe he should be in there? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I think so. Because you're talking about the Hall of Fame, right? So you're, you yes. strictly care about on-the-field results. That's your yeah, it's Hall not of a, Fame. Yeah, right? it's not a church. I mean, we're not talking about the best dudes in the world. We're talking about the best baseball players in the world. <laughs> so I got a question. <laughs> if Hank Aaron is your home run champ, then – why why would uh would bonds be in the hall of fame like to me you're you're well, I mean, you're just because you're the the champ doesn't mean that you don't necessarily deserve to be in the hall of fame i I'm think Todd's saying, point is that you're discrediting him in that category why not 
in another category. Right. And I'm not disputing. Look, he's a, he's a, he's, I think he should be production is one of the greatest things ever in baseball, but he cheated. I think, I think if Barry Bonds has the likability factor of, you know, Mike Trout or something like that, a, a Fred McGriff, with those same numbers, if if Barry Bonds wasn't so polarizing, I, I think he may be in there. I'm not sure. I but but people hated him, right? And I did too. I couldn't stand the man in terms of interviews and just his cocky arrogance. But his talent level was was on another level. Kevin, let me ask you this: really good student, but has like the the greatest GPA you've ever seen. But you find out they had a copy of every test, like. Is it well, valid? It's not the, it's not the Hall is of Fame. Valid? Is it valid? It's not the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Valedictorian, though? Are they still in the conversation as one of your greatest students ever? There's maybe, maybe, I don't know. That's a, that's a little bit different. That's in a, my it's a little bit different in that. Brain power, <laughs> brain power, talent. I mean, steroids or not, the dude was just a machine of well, baseball. Well, Bonds already had, like, unbelievable talent. Without the steroids, right. oh, everybody in MLB has that. So I, I would, I would look at that with the student analogy as they're like really totally different scenarios. But could it be that you still have to have initiative to go about stealing the tests? You have to care enough <laughs> to cheat on all of them. So Barry Bonds and that student are True. the person and That's turns right. out this student was also good at baseball kevin <laughs> no, it's two for two. does barry bond still claim that he didn't know that the clear what was it the clear and the what the clear and the cream the clear and the cream i mean maybe the guy didn't know what it was right it was an honest mistake guys yeah i mean maybe. his head grew three hat sizes but he didn't know <laughs> but it's still bigger than collins <laughs> I mean, which is outrageous that's right. that's right his vision went perfect but he didn't know I mean, you know, the crazy thing about it, though, is uh, we go all the way back to episode one, cream pies. How about those? Number one for little Debbie. Anyone? Get them hot. Get them not. <laughs> eat them cold. Eat them hot. Eat them old. Eat them not. Love that. Love that, guys. All over the board with those picks there. And before we go to pick four, former player on the pod, Brant Vest, has been live texting me. Turns out he's not as upset about Beyonce because he is a Riri girl. <laughs> Those were his words, <laughs> not mine. He is a Riri girl. And I just let him know about your Barry Bonds take. He has yet to call in. So he's okay, guys. Just wanted to let you know Brant Vest is alive and well. And speaking on that My note, prediction is that Brant will support the Barry Bond pick. All right. Well, we'll find out via the gram or Twitter. All right, guys. Number four. All right. So let's go with, let's go to golf. Ooh, this is also a somewhat popular hot take, but I'm kind of inclined to agree that as it stands over the last 20-ish years, golf would not be as popular as it is without Tiger. Now, that's a very, I, I think most people would agree with that. But overall, golf is just boring. I mean... Nobody wants to watch golf in person or at home. Wow. And of people, all the books to say people, that. <laughs> people will watch golf because there's the potential that Tiger is going to play. Yeah. The chance of me watching golf like right. increases like 500% oh, yeah. when Tiger's in the mix, period. Absolutely. Don't dispute, don't dispute that. No doubt about it. I want to see Tiger. I would watch Tiger's every single shot, even if he shoots 80 every round, just because Big Cat is that exciting to watch. There's no doubt about it. I don't know, man. There's so many good golfers that can win every single week. I, I enjoy watching it very, very much, but I it does bother me the whole LIV. I get it. That go make your money. That's fine. But I do not I don't watch the LIV though. So me neither. That has actually watered down the product. I mean, I will say when Tiger, probably the last three or four years, I've I've liked and watched more golf than I have my entire life. But a lot of those guys, the DJs, the Kepkas, the DeChambeaus, a lot of guys that went over to the Live Tour, I was actually loving a Saturday Sunday with all those guys on the leaderboard. Now, even at major events, the players and these others you know, come the weekend, you might have a Scotty Scheffler, you might have three or four guys, but you don't have that long laundry list of talent that you did just a couple of years prior 
to the live tour. And, you know, what I will also say is that's a, that's a good take Mark, because I would have completely agreed with you growing up. My dad would fall asleep to golf every Sunday and I'd be like, this is terrible. Like, even if I enjoyed playing it, why are you watching this? It's a great Sunday nap activity. But as I got older, my wife still doesn't understand it, but like I'll sit there on a Sunday if it's close and there's a golfer that I care about. And I'll watch it. But to your point, I mean, I think I would agree there. It is hot, though, because there may be some golf purists out there that do love the sport with or without Tiger. But I hear you, brother. So I'll go with my uh, number four hot take. And I don't know that these are in necessarily in any order, because how do you how do you put these in an order? But I will go with, man, I'm going to judge you 100 percent of the time based on the cleanliness of your car. Man, I'm a freak about how car how clean my car is on the inside. Even some people use the excuse, well, we've got kids. Well, even when we had kids, man, our car was pretty, pretty clean. But I'm gonna judge you really hard based on the cleanliness of your car. Not necessarily so much the outside, because I get it. You can't control that as much. But on the inside, it, it needs to be clean, right? And if you don't, I feel like your life's maybe in shambles. So anyway, that's it for me. Hey, it's just crumbs on the floor, Todd. It's not like I got purple hair here, buddy. I mean, in shambles. Wow, man. I tell we're, you what. We're uh, saving black, those for black, later. Black carpet is <laughs> tough, right. though, man. What? Right? I mean, black carpet, that's tough to keep clean sometimes. Like, do you, no, do you have it a, can be done. No, you're right. Todd will buster? judge you. Do you do I will you judge the you. dust buster in the car? No, no. I do have a membership at the at, – the, uh, car wash so i go over there at least once a week sometimes twice a week depending on what the week's been like but uh, and i'm the oh. only my car most of the time so <laughs> speaking to this topic you would totally judge my dad because he used to leave rotten apple cores in his car and say that was an air freshener i hey, mean he Chris. was <laughs> an air freshener <laughs> he would be the guy with literal it would smell like old coffee and newspapers when those were a thing and just like bottles lined up uh, Marlboro Reds, Bud Reds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he, he wouldn't be caught dead with an Anheuser Busch these days, fellas. <laughs> hey, that's a good. So, is the take basically your life is a train wreck if you have a dirty car? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like an Amy Schumer that. train wreck? Or just a yeah, yeah. Might as well okay. be missing teeth. <laughs> I tend to agree with you, Todd. I knew you would. I knew you were on board with that 100%. I thought you were going to say fingernails, but you went a totally different route. So shout out. To I cannot Art. stand fingernails like in, in the floor. One, why are you why are you cutting your fingernails and throw them in the floor? Throw them out, out the window, right? Mm. Oh, man, I love it. Mm. All right, number four for me. If you want to have the best chocolate milk you've ever had, put less chocolate in it. So the hot take is the less chocolate in it, the better the chocolate milk is. So one drop is the Agreed. best. Agreed. Agreed, Colin. I mean, what's the right ratio? I, I that is that is up to you, but I just challenge you to put less than what you normally do in it, and you'll find that it's better. Like it, 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 it needs to. I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, it needs to just be a light, a light brown tint to it. You know. Yep. I don't know what that shade is. I'll work the, on that shade. What about I? You know, I don't have Oval Hershey syrups. I don't have Hershey syrup or Nestle Quick or whatever. I just buy the pre-mixed gallon of chocolate. Too milk. much. Too chocolatey. Too yeah, chocolatey. Too chocolatey. You can't buy what you need like in stores. It. I'll tell oh, you that. What's the powder kind? Of, what is that? Nesquik. Quick. Nesquik. How much of that stuff do you have to put in there to even taste it? Right. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tweet out. Milk? I'll tweet out a picture of the appropriate color to go for uh, oh, strawberry, strawberry. <laughs> all right all right we'll carry on right with a food hot take this isn't quite my pizza one yet but here we go guys sweet baby ray's barbecue sauce gets a lot of hype but i don't know why i think it is an absolute trash barbecue sauce it might as well the rapper might as well say heinz ketchup on it mm. oh shots come on mine. with it i agree Okay, so sweet I, baby, I don't get it. Like, what? Uh, what well, is I mean, the point of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce? There are a thousand better barbecue sauces. Now, brand. are you Kraft, mad about it? At Publix home? brand. You could probably get great value barbecue sauce straight off the shelves at Walmart. That's going to be better. Come on sauce. now, come on now. I will say, I just had 
some really charred grilled chicken on the grill. I smothered, smothered that. Uh, I smothered it with Sweet Baby Ray's. I I used to agree with you. I was like, I'm going to get sticky fingers or something. I don't want Sweet Baby Ray's. Fingers, pudding fingers. But now I'm pudding fingers. So Sweet Baby Ray's to me, you know, I think it is overhyped. I don't think it's bad. And I don't necessarily know what's better. But if you're saying it's getting way too much hype for what it is, I think I can agree with that. Okay. All right. All right. I'm down with that take, Christian. Good. What do you use on all your smoked meats, Todd? Because you smoke a lot of meats and butts. I actually use G. Hughes, some some sugar-free sauce, which is pretty good. Okay. Okay. I will never try that. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, so has this been a take on a previous episode? Because I feel like I've heard you talk about this before. I don't know. I don't know. I do remember... Maybe I have mentioned it, and if I have, I apologize. I don't think it was one of the hot takes, though. Okay. Yep. It didn't matter either way. I was just curious. Yep. No, he's judging know. you, Mr. Now, Ray. Listen. <laughs> I'm Debbie coming to look Williams, at your car. That's right. Debbie, <laughs> my car's messy. Debbie Williams is a Sweet Baby Ray's connoisseur. The rabbi loves a good Ooh. Sweet Baby Ray's. I, f- I feel like most people like Sweet Baby Ray's. I just do not. So there's a I'm niche not. market. Okay. It's two great Americans right there. Right. I think I'm going to side with, with sweet baby over you, big Kev. Oh, very nice guys. Number three. All right. So number three for me, I'm a star Wars fan. I'm not like the, the biggest star Wars fan, star Wars fan, but I like it a lot. My family and I, we love to watch all the shows and the movies. And I think that Ray is probably one of the weakest characters in all of star wars mm. i would put her below jar jar binks oh That's how much i dislike that character mark i think i'm the only one on the spot that could speak to that maybe todd i don't know no but this this hurts nothing. me a little bit okay because <laughs> ray is the girl correct yes okay. so you don't even Just- know no, no, I had a little crush on her during those those three sagas, preferably the one where she was older and the last one. But <laughs> but Jar Jar Binks, I never had a crush on. So <laughs> automatic, automatic points for Ray. But no, I, I see where you're going with that because they tried to build her up, right? As if it was the mm-hmm. female version of a Skywalker, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. like who yeah. are we trying to make her? So she was never going to fill those shoes, but Man, Jar Jar Banks, man, that is a hot take because I would like to get some other Star Wars people to give me their opinion. I know you guys can't. I'm not a I'm not a Star Wars guy, Mark. I haven't seen any of the the newest three Star Wars uh-huh. movies. I'm pretty sure that's where Ray is. I so yep. I, I can't speak to her, but Jar Jar Banks, dude, that is the lowest of low characters. I have seen the movie that he is in. He is the most annoying character. I mean, you you make a top five list of most annoying characters period in all of movies jar jar binks is in it's right behind whoopi go I'm, I'm telling you this might this might be the hottest take but i think Do the jar star jar wars people I, I would say so <laughs> all right we're gonna have to set a poll out there to the star wars peeps uh kevin but... doesn't like sweet baby rays doesn't like ray <laughs> <laughs> anything right ray... do you like charles <laughs> ray charles blind Johnny people ray. jamie fox Billy Ray, Devil Ray's guy. Uh, yeah, not none of Devil it. Ray's. None of it. <laughs> oh, love it. Hey, I'm going to come back and uh, go with my number three here. And I'm going to say, man, I live in the metro Atlanta area and I catch a lot of heat because I'm not a Braves fan. And people say, oh, man, you live here. You got to pull for the Braves. My hot take is this. It's actually disloyal for you to ask me to, to cheer for the Braves because I've been a Dodgers fan my entire life. So, so it's disloyal. It would be disloyal for me to turn my back on the team that I pulled for my entire life just to pull for a team that it, because I happen to live here. And then what happens if I move to Milwaukee? Do I have to cheer for the Brewers, right? Like my my hot take is this. Just cheer for who you want to cheer for. It doesn't matter where you live. And, and uh, you're not bound to those to it to that and and so many people seem to hold you uh to that because you know in, in a lot of people's eyes i should cheer for the georgia bulldogs but that's never happening in my entire life but anyway that's the hot take for me can we cue the braves music here <laughs> i don't i don't oh. dude, i agree with your hot take todd I, i'm so sorry that you're a dodgers fan yeah it's not no, your it fault happens. but what about fan. the hawks are you a hawks fan i'm indifferent 
I mean, and I, I will go to a Hawks game. I'll cheer for the Hawks, but I don't. Well, that depends. Is LeBron James playing for them, Kevin? <laughs> Falcons. Do the Thrashers still exist? Yeah. No, they do not, Kevin. I Colin. have no idea. What about the Atlanta United uh, Soccer Club? I, I do cheer for them because I don't okay. know anything <laughs> about any other, other soccer club. <laughs> is your, That's fair. That's fair. Is your favorite racetrack the Atlanta Motor Speedway? Yes, absolutely. Uh, no, no, it's Talladega. Come on. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, you're talking to a lot of Braves fans and, you know, everyone knows I'm the Braves Phillies fanatic. So I'm all screwed up, but Todd, we respect your take. We don't like it, but we respect it. I think, (laughs) right guys. Sure. Respect, respect. Sure. (laughs) Colin with the one liner. Sure. All right. Coming in at number three for me, I'm going back to the food realm. I know these are always popular uh, to our pod listeners. My food takes. Steak and eggs is overrated. Apologies to Shane Garrett. He makes some pretty good steak and eggs, but generally speaking, steak and eggs doesn't really do anything for me. 36 years old, never had steak for breakfast or dinner with eggs. Uh, I've never yeah, had is that a eggs. thing? Like, is that a big thing? I mean, <laughs> at the Waffle House, it is, but yeah, I've never had it. Yeah. I think, I think it is like this big thing, but I don't know anybody that eats it. Yeah. I've never had steak for breakfast, eggs, all three meals. Never right. had steak for breakfast. Yeah, it's I've had steak and movies. eggs for dinner at Waffle House before. But never and how is that? That's okay. Wait, I mean, actually, is it okay? I don't know. Would you consider that breakfast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I've only had it once. I'll tell you that. Okay. All right. Well, so it's not common. <laughs> Listen, if Collins. Either, so. Oh, you don't? Wow, man. No. If Collins going to the Waffle House, he's ordering the egg and cheese plate without the cheese. The cheese and, and eggs. Get it right. Cheese and eggs. All right. With the cinnamon raisin bread. Ooh. It's elite. It is elite at Waffle Scattered, House. smothered, or covered? I don't eat hash browns. <laughs> Extra <What>? raisins. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Colin. Off the menu here. Probably an orange juice or, I don't know, you probably go sweet tea. Probably a Mr. Pib. I actually go Coca-Cola at Waffle House. You need to go They Pib. do have good Coke now. <laughs> Which you. one are you Thank going you. to? So I think hey, I think we all agree with you, right, Colin? That it, they're overrated. Like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, we've got the halftime hot seat coming up after this pick, and I'm looking forward to it. But before we get there, my third hot take tonight, guys, is I. All right. First of all, let me preface this. I have mentioned this a lot. I am a notorious show quitter. Okay. Very few shows do I actually start. See it all the way through. Watch every single episode. And that a show that I have done that with, that I've watched every single episode, is The Game of Thrones. Okay? Every single episode. Love the show. Fantastic. I also don't rewatch anything. So I've only seen every single episode one time. And that includes the series finale. But I remember going to work the next day and people outraged with how the show ended. I don't have a problem with how the show ended. I I don't have a problem with the ending of Game of Thrones. I couldn't tell you hardly anything about most of the characters on there. I do wish the mountain would have died differently, okay? I do wish Daenerys Targaryen would have died differently, but I feel like the way that it ended with Brant, Brand, excuse me, being- It was Brand Best. (laughs) <laughs> with Bran being the king, I never liked any of the scenes of Bran, but I ain't got no problem with it. I felt like it ended quickly, but other than that, I mean, I feel like all series finales end in a way that you don't necessarily want them to, but I ain't got a, I ain't got a big problem with it. I got a problem with it because of how epic those other scenes were, and then you basically just have a bunch of goofballs sitting around talking to each other and telling Grand he's going to be the king. Like, it was almost like you just had these epic death scenes and all this stuff happening. You mentioned Daenerys, the mountain, everything that happened. And then you're just like, pan to sitting around and talking, and then you tell Brand he's going to be I was like, oh, it just ended already. But I'm definitely going to watch the spinoff. So, I mean, it, it was a little bit soft, but it was like, I bet you they said... <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you got me there. But I hear you, Kevin. You're probably the only person with that take, but that's why I thought. So. Uh, well, 
I guess I won't be watching that finale tonight like a plan. <laughs> Christian just spoiled it. So. I'm sorry. I, I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, I mean. <laughs> uh, good one, Kevin. That was so hot. It was almost as hot as what it's time for right now, baby. It is time for the halftime hot seat. Bam, 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 there it is. And guys, I know our boy Todd is so excited tonight because he is not on the hot seat, but our special guest, Mark Webb Jr., is about to start sweating. It's about to get hot. Mark, you know how it goes. We're going to ask you rapid-fire questions. You give us the first answer that comes to mind. Uh, Kev, you want to hit us with the two-minute warning, and uh, we'll get this playboy started? We got the two minutes on the clock. Here we go. We're ready to go. Three, two, one, go. All right, Mark, who wins in an arm wrestling contest, Stephen Furtick or Tim Tebow? Uh, Tebow. <laughs> Fair enough. Miley Cyrus, hot or not? Depends on the picture. Hot. All right, favorite McDonald's breakfast item? Man, well, we've already established that I don't eat eggs, so I'm going <laughs> with that uh, bacon and cheese biscuit. Oh, off the grid. Love that. All right, give us your best Tim the Toolman impression. Nice. It's a little bit of the Santa Claus. (laughs) Hey, it's all good. Better Harry. Harry Styles or Harry Potter? Uh, I just watched all the Harry Potter movies, so I'm going to say Potter. (laughs) Nice. Favorite Tom Hanks movie? Forrest Gump. Nice. Do you think it's okay for grown men to wear Crocs? No. Fair enough. Who is your 90s crush? Come on to Panga. Topanga. All right, say a curse word, but make it clean. Poop. Shark. (laughs) Okay, what sound does a pig make? Oink. Tell Todd to make his favorite pig sound. Make your favorite pig sound. Oink, oink. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, one arm or one eye, which do you choose for the rest of your life, Mark? Ooh, ooh. One eye. Ah, good day, mate. Uh, How much to get... How much to get our logo of the Power 5 Pod tattooed on your body? Uh, free. Okay, if we hit 150 episodes, will you do that? It can be small. Yeah. <laughs> Mark the tape. All right. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first kiss? Uh, 27. Wow. And you were married. 10 seconds. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite smell, Mark? Uh... Uh, three, puppies. two, one. Hey, there it is. He got it. He got it. Todd, Did you say you... puppies or hush puppies? Or what? Puppies. <laughs> hush puppies are my favorite. I should have said hush puppies. Yes. And my favorite taste. Are you talking about the shoes or the tasty seafood stack? Thank you for like Miley Cyrus. Depends on the day. Speaking of hush puppies and seafood, Miley Cyrus, shout out. Uh, also, Captain Jack's filet of fish. Captain Jack, shout out, Billy Joel. Shout out, Billy Joel. All right, good job, fellas. Good job. Shout out. All right, way to go. <laughs> Let's get back into this thing. Good job, Mark. You, you passed the test. Very nice. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't keep it to one word. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You did better than Todd. We'll keep him around. All right. <laughs> Number two. Okay. Bad drivers. The hot take is... Maybe a solution to eliminate bad drivers is maybe every five or 10 years, everyone has to retake the road test. Mm. Mm, that's like asking me to retake my nursing boards, Mark. It ain't going to happen. That is, that is bowling hot. That yeah. is bowling hot, man. That is boiling yeah. because nothing frightens me more than being asked to parallel park, even as an adult. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not but here's it. the thing. Bad drivers are everywhere, which means we all think that we're better drivers than we are. We all think we know the rules of the road better than we do. It's a good point. You know, you're kind of boxing us in there, Mark. You're considering us bad driver. I let my license expire and I had to retake the road test. So Mm -hmm. I know what this is like having to take it a second time. This was a couple Mm -hmm. years ago and it's a little nerve wracking. There's no doubt about it. There was a new question on the test. (laughs) 10 and 2, 10 and 2. Listen, I rode, I rode by a sign. She said, What did that sign say? You need Jesus. I don't know. Uh 35 miles an hour. <laughs> I missed it. Burn. 
There was no sign. That was a test. That was a test. I yeah. looked in the rear view just to see if it had a back. It didn't. Did it look back? <laughs> oh, gosh. Man, that's bowling hot. Here's your that sign. was hot. That, that was hot, Mark. I do not like that. Man, I don't think I can agree with that because I don't want to commit to having to do that. Right? Especially like, not in Atlanta traffic, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, for me, I'm going to go with – I'm just going to say it. Friends is an average TV show. Ooh, Sorry, I better text Brant. Come on. on with it. It's, oh, it's, it's average, right? Like, I mean, if it's on, maybe I'll watch it, but it's just not, it's not great. It's, it's okay. I think we overhype it because actually if I was going to do some hot takes tonight, I was debating that because think of the shows that you all love from that era, you know, from the nineties. You can sit down and, and go watch episodes of those shows in any order, right? Like Seinfeld or, you know, the shows we grew up watching that we talk about. I don't know that I'm going to go out tonight after we stop recording and pop on two episodes of Friends. I mean, I just, it's over, right? Like it's over for me. I'm not, and maybe the new age girls are still watching it on Netflix, but I'm off it. Are you calling me a new age girl? <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't finished, right, Colin? No, I've finished. What about the show Friends? <laughs> you know, I almost almost did Friends as a hot take as well. You know what? I think you and Todd just became friends. I think we did. 100%. Yeah. Best friends. Kevin, what do you think about that? I was never a huge Friends fan. Really? I mean, yeah. I, respect, right? Because it lasted so long and obviously has a very, very loyal following. But, yeah, I've never, never been the biggest fan I don't know. Now that I go back and watch it every now and then, you know, maybe I've seen a couple episodes over the last year. They tend to be annoying to me. But I'm, sure, but, but I'm sure some people feel the same way about Seinfeld, right? I mean, Kramer's doing the same thing every single episode. There's no doubt about that. So I, I understand just that repetition and how it's not going to work with some people, but you know, it's okay. not a day for me. But don't tell me you're one of these people that's like, the office isn't that good. Like, there's so many new age girls that say stuff like that. And I just, I can't have that. Okay. The office, I've never seen every single episode, but I love the show. I think okay. it's hilarious. Okay. All it's right. hilarious. All right. All right. Okay. Good, good, good. You're back. You're back in my good graces. <laughs> mm. You're not a new age girl. Colin. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> number two for me i don't know that this is like a boiling hot take or that it deserves to be at number two compared to the reaction of some of my others but the movie experience is worth the cost going to the movies is worth the cost is the hot take i'm pretty sure that was a hot take on volume one from somebody i can't remember but it is a decent value in my opinion for the number of hours that it takes to go see a movie on the big screen, all that compared to what it's going to cost you to go do something else for two hours. Yeah. I think it's a decent value. It's like one of those things too, that I feel like as society shifts and like makes things like super convenient, you can do anything from your house. Like it still is that bit of, of that timeless thing that people still do. So I'm actually going to do that uh, tomorrow night. I'm going to see the movie air. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker, good cast there at the Easley Movie Theater, 710. If anybody else wants to come, stadium seating, uh, reclines, uh, you know, and I went to the movies last month and I will tell you for somebody who used to go to the movies all the time and stopped for a couple of years. Now I'm back. You're absolutely right. There's nothing else you can do for that price. We used to complain, man, it costs $50 for two tickets and a popcorn and a two straw soda pop. And now I'm like $50. I can do all that. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you there because uh, it costs more to go to the pulmonary and sleep doctor the other day to tell me I was fat. <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't, I paid like $150 for that. I could have told him that for free. So yeah, take me to the movies all day. You need better insurance. <laughs> I do Todd. Let's <laughs> talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> that copay. Colin, let me ask you this. As a professional moviegoer, Christian, yourself as well, I used to go quite often. What is the pre or what is the what is the time you like to arrive at the movies? Let's say you got a seven ten showing. When are you when are you showing up and, and hopefully finding your seat? 
Is that walking in the theater or walking in the the building? Uh, I'm talking about like the movie starts at 710, right? The the previews start at 710. When do you want to be in your seat? Seven o'clock. Okay. 10 okay. So before. seven o'clock in the seat is good, but I want to be at the theater around 640 just in yeah. case of lines and snacks. Now that's on a weeknight. Okay. So like if it was, I'm not going to go on a Friday or Saturday anymore. That's just not happening. Except so for like here. tomorrow's Thursday. Kevin. Oh, it is. So I'll be going. <laughs> <laughs> right, i don't right, know man. like in context of the days but i'm actually going on a thursday but <laughs> it actually came out today on a wednesday so maybe day two won't be as wild but we'll see it's Monday thursday so you never know Monday. no i gotta tell you those previews are overrated the previews those, you, you yeah. come in right as right as they're like please come in hot cell phone. Nah. yeah you start <laughs> i don't like that that preview stuff that's too that much. makes kevin anxious Got to see the previews. Hey, did, did y'all used to like the the silence, the cell phone, little previewer trailer of the the roller coaster edition? Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Popcorn and candy. Man, I love that stuff. That's oh, stuff. that was fun. That was genuine. A better five, time. Another episode, top five things we love about the movies. Or next time Ooh. Colin or Christian are at the movies, you can just do a quick rank. Quickie. Power five quickie. Episode number three. Now, Come tomorrow night. See ya. All right. Yep. All right, man, that's a good take. Here we go. Coming in at number two, guys, my second hot take. And maybe it's not a hot take. Maybe it is. I'm not really quite sure. But here we go. Youth sports have gotten out of hand, okay? Out of absolute hand. And I feel like every time I talk to a parent about it, they don't really love that their kids are playing every single weekend. They don't love the fact that their family is out of church. They don't love the fact that they're practicing – three nights a week or whatever up until eight 30 or nine o'clock, but they feel like they have to, they feel like it is just part of what they have to do for their kid to even have a shot at, at making a high school team, potentially going to college later on. And the reason why I got this hot take, I was actually talking to a coworker the other day and her daughters play on some travel volleyball teams. And she told me that the teams that they play on, Cost two thousand dollars each just to be on the team. Okay, now this doesn't include all the travel every single weekend and all that. And I know that's a going that's going on. And 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 to play the best, that's what you got to do sometimes. But I just feel like it's got, gotten out of hand. And I was talking to another parent that actually her her daughter plays on a uh, a volleyball team, and I was just talking about upcoming spring break, what you got going on, blah blah blah, all this good stuff. And she said that they got a a tournament over Easter weekend. And I said, what? She's like, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's actually a, a tournament. We've got games on Easter Sunday. And I was like, man, that's just taking things to the next level. In my opinion. I ain't, I mean, I'm not trying to holy roll anybody or anything, but just gotten out of hand in my opinion, hot take number two. I actually think that uh, the masters competing with Easter is sacrilegious right now too. to, to force me to make that decision around amen corner. That's tough, man. That's tough. <laughs> I, mean, I agree. I'm just saying, but has our society almost said, you can watch church online, go on down to Augusta Sunday and enjoy a sun splash lemonade Christian. And my name is Christian. So I feel like they're talking directly to me and, think- uh, I think there's a lot of angles on that, Kevin, but yes, ultimately I agree for sure. I'm concerned as a parent of a two and a half year old girl who I thought I was going to just let her go into every sport, get all the scholarships. And now it sounds like I got to like break open the wallet and really get. Oh, you, hey, is she not on a team already? Oh, I'm concerned, Kevin. Forget, no one has told it. me. It, it might be do. cheaper just to pay for college. That's At right. this point, I'm just going to pay full truth, price. Todd. For college. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. College. I mean, just invest those dollars. Do you even need that? That's a hot take for you. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. It's helped me a lot. All right, guys. Here we go. The impossible dream. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're talking five to one. We're getting ready for our number one hot takes, which technically this is hot takes volume six. So <laughs> it's quite a few hot takes here. I can't wait to hear these. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, number one. All right. I'm a big baseball guy, and they have some new rules this year. And um, they swear that the fans love them. I hate them, in particular, getting rid of the shift. I feel like if you're a uh, 
major league ball player, you should learn, you should be able to learn how to not hit into the shift. So, yeah, let's, MLB. <laughs> let's talk about these rules. I actually want to hear from our baseball purist and MLB analyst, Colin Thompson, but I also just want to say, I thought speeding up the game was necessary. And now that it's been sped up by like 30 minutes on average, I'm almost like, I don't like it. I feel like you've destroyed the game. And, and I used to be on the opposite end of it, but then I realized, you know, this isn't like going to a college basketball game or a college football game. Like I would probably only go to one or two MLB games a year. Do I want to drive all the way to Atlanta to be rushed out in two and a half hours? Absolutely not. I want to take my time. I want to see Luke Combs. I want to go to the battery. I want to be an ATL in with Todd. So I'm actually now a little bit opposed to these new quickie rules. Colin, what are your thoughts on what Mark said and the other rule changes? So totally agree on the shift. I mean, listen, if you, if you don't, if you want to fix the shift, learn how to hit the other way and it'll stop Ooh. plain and simple. Um, yeah. And if you can't, you're just not good enough. That's yeah. just how it is. I mean, uh, as far as the time stuff, generally speaking, I don't really care. Like baseball is not for everybody. I, I don't like the idea of trying to make it for everybody. With that being said, like I don't I don't have an issue with like certain things being implemented to try to speed up the game, like the time of, you know, between innings and things like that. Absolutely speed that stuff up. But what I have an issue with that I've mostly noticed is like no context for the moment from the rules. Like I guess because it has to be such a clear cut rule. And then you get like the bottom of the ninth and, it, you know, it's a full count. And like we're worried about 20 seconds, like you know, let, let us take our time to figure this out. That that's my issue is like, there's, there's no um, subjectiveness to the moment in the game with the rules. Yeah. And that, that's a part of the strategy too. You know, like you said, if it's the ninth inning and all of a sudden the pitcher, everybody has to be ready within 20, 20 seconds. Well, part of the strategy is I'm going to get up here, make you think I'm going to get set and nope, I'm going to call time if you're a batter or the pitcher's like, no, I'm not set yet. That baseball, they're losing that the biggest part of baseball is is like psychological with the even, with trying to speed the game up. I, I get that too, but like even beyond that, man, like you think about a World Series, like a game seven or, or like a meaningful game, like in the eighth and ninth, the intensity between those pitches, like everybody kind of getting set, ready for the next one. Like it is drama. And the yeah. fact that we're going to turn that into a 15 or 20 second ordeal just for the sake of time, like I just have a problem with that. Yeah, I, agree. I think I think everybody's going to get used to it at, you know, just over time. But, you know, to that counter argument, Colin, I mean, Super Bowl, right? The play clock's the same regardless. You hey, know, but this the, is baseball. Like, there's not a clock. There shouldn't be a clock. Like, you got to give every man his chance, throw the ball over the plate, and and let's play. Like, it, there's not uh, a yeah. clock involved. Well, you I are. Think. Well, you ha you you have to do that. But I'm just saying, it's again, you don't slow the game down necessarily in the Super Bowl as well. I could see next year or something like that, MLB implementing some dumb timeout rules. All right, all right, you got some extensions on <laughs> certain certain situations or whatever. Mark, I get it though, man. And yes, I echo both of your thoughts on the shift. I mean, just absolute trash. I, I don't, I've never understood why somebody would not just take the single and bunt it right down the third base line when they're giving it to you. Yep. Speaking of baseball, I do have a breaking news announcement from Travis Tritt. He just announced he will be deleting all Anheuser-Busch products from his Taurus hospitality rider. He also says many artists will be doing the same. Uh, any thoughts on that, Todd? I don't love you anymore. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Does he have the rice cooking in the microwave? That's all we really need to know. <laughs> it's a great day to be alive, fellas. It is. It is. Hey, for my other, our last hot take of the night, I'm going to go with, if you go all the way back to most hated athletes, I believe all of you had LeBron on your list. If, am I correct? LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> I think Did so. We? Um, maybe not Christian. I don't remember, but maybe, anyway, you know. my hot take is this, that the LeBron Jordan debate is not really a debate at all. Um, I feel like they played in different eras. The game's different. Like, I feel like I can argue from either side of the fence, which one is better, but I, I just don't think it's fair on either side to, to argue 
them against each other because the game is so different now, because they played so differently. Without a doubt, I feel like Jordan is the greatest competitor that has ever walked on the face of the earth. And I'm a LeBron guy, so we won't get into that. But my hot take is that the debate is there, there really is no debate that it's um, it's just kind of a, a mute point because because they're both great. And I think we should just appreciate the greatness of both of them. We should give them both the trophy then for the uh, player of all time. baby. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying there, Todd. Obviously, I'm going to be a little softer to this because I, I was a LeBron big time fan when he was on the Heat and the Cavs. But, you know, I guess is he still the best player currently playing or has the torch been passed to Luka and Giannis and I guess KD to an odd extent? Like, who do you even compare LeBron to then because of his greatness? Can you compare him to KD because he got a few trophies with Steph? I mean, like, like, where does that comparison stop? Is it a different era thing? But has is the era still going for LeBron or is he too old? I mean, I think as long as you're playing, it's still the era, right? Um, well, but he's still at a high enough level. He's not LeBron. He's not Jordan for the Wizards yet because right. if the Lakers make a playoff push, people still think they're dangerous. So I guess he's still active. Yeah, well, that was going to be my point. Like part of the, the greatness is that he's still doing it at such a high level uh, at his age. Yeah, and he doesn't look old aside from the terrible hair, but you know, I can't really speak to that. So. <laughs> All right. You guys finish that? <laughs> hey, let's go back to baseball rules for a second. Any of you guys ever tried Big League Chew? A delicious bubble yum. <laughs> shout out, sponsor. The grape's the best. All right, I'll shut up. Ooh, grape is it? Man, that grape. All right. Take a look. That grape hits. Num- number one, and I believe unless I've missed something that we're about to go back to back pizza hot takes here for number one. I like it. I like Um, it. So number one for me, and and I consider myself a pizza connoisseur, you know, spent a lot of time in a pizza kitchen. I've ate a lot of pizza. I think that makes me qualified to be a pizza connoisseur. Uh, Little Caesars is currently the best pizza chain pizza. Mm, Pizza chain. That is when it is flawless because if there's, if there's band-aids in the sauce it's not if it's perfection it is but here's my my beef with that column because i would have agreed with you 100 i had little caesars two nights ago and it was top notch but several other incidences over the past few years it might be a supply chain issue you can speak to that working in the pizza industry i don't know which crust i'm going to get which night which pepperoni i'm going to get which cheese i'm going to get which cut i'm going to get you would think if it's a chain you're getting the same slice no matter where you eat it, which location, whatnot. But there's just too much variation. But I will say, you know, for the price, for the pizza, I've gotten better. If you rank them when they're at their best, I think I agree with you. It's better than Domino's. It's better than Papa John's. There's a lot of people that would argue that. But as somebody who worked at Frodo's and Nate's, Colin, I think we have to agree with you. You know what you're talking about. Also, Domino's and Papa John's. Let's not leave those out. I've got an illustrious career in the pizza industry. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Who didn't you work for? That's the easier one. Tito's. Little Caesars. Oh, the uh, one you didn't ooh, work for. There we go. Don't crap well, where you eat, huh, Kyle? This take just got even hotter. <laughs> yeah, he's so hot. Let's put him in a pizza oven and watch him cook. He does start there next week. The though. best part was Christian's face right there. <laughs> there, goes, there goes Art the Clown again. <laughs> I like it, I like man. It. That's a bowling hot take, dude. I I will agree. When it's on, it's on. It's it's good stuff. But I, I I'd say you got a fifty fifty shot, man, of of it being pretty solid in my opinion. But yes, back to back pizza takes here, and it happens to be the best chain pizza as well, Colin. Unfortunately, Ooh. it is not. With you, this is completely off the grid. First of all, a little shout out to bros, right? You have my heart, obviously. You get most of my orders. I did have Merrill's the other day. It was good. Real pizza from time to time. Pizza and then some from time to time. All these local Easley and Powdersville chains here. But national chains, guys. Obviously, you got Domino's. You got Pizza Hut. You got Little Caesars. You got Papa John's. You got Marco's. Okay, you're forgetting one. You're forgetting one. And it happens to be the best one. And they have upped their game tremendously lately, y'all. I'm coming in with Pizza Inn as your number one chain takeout pizza in all of the world right now. 
Number one hot take. Hold on, hold on. What is the definition of a chain? Can we confirm there are more than just TR, Pickens, and Greenville? I was going to say, oh, yeah. oh, it oh, can't be can the best in the this. world where there's three locations, right? We can confirm this. And it still could be the best in the world. You just have to travel to get That's to it. true. Right. That's a good point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat and do the Google search real quick and just see. Well, while, you're, while you're researching, I'm curious what percentage of the population actually gets pizza in takeout though? Like you've yeah. got to be in such a small percentage. Like it has no, to be. No, no. Cause I mean, for a second, I, I thought pizza in was like blockbuster. It didn't exist anymore. Oh, it does. <laughs> well, let's Man, listen. <laughs> listen. Hey, they can, have, they have the really stepped it up. I mean, obviously the, the go-to is going to be the buffet. Right. But I can, I can say this. We've probably added it to our takeout rotation, right? If we're on, if we're, if we're in TR or on that side of town to pick it up, you know, so it's not, it's not a lot, but it is elite, man. It is a consistent product. It's good. I love that the larges are actually 16 inches versus a 14 inch. Um, you can't beat the the chocolate chip pizza, man. I mean, that's always gonna gonna be a home run. Gotta order it. That's a that's a must buy every single time you're going. But listen, it doesn't matter what you get though. Any topping, any specialty pizza, it's just fantastic, man. They've stepped it up, in my opinion. Sounds I like agree. we've got ourselves a new Twitter poll. I like that. I like right. that. Right. Most elite Little pizza Caesars chain. versus Mar- pizza. Marco's yeah. close second, by the way. Are you a thin Ooh. crust, Marcos, like cut into squares or just a regular thick crust? Both. I like both. We tend to get the normal hand toss. Okay. Well, I will say to your your point about Pizza Inn. So I don't think I've had it since pre-COVID. I DJed a wedding out in TR in January of 2020. And on the way home, I stopped at that Pizza Inn in TR, ordered the large thin crust pep, the large... I guess it's a thin crust. However, they make the chocolate chip. By the, Took by those the way, bad y'all, boys home, destroyed. 252 current locations in the United States. Are you yeah. kidding me? 252 uh, headquartered in Texas. Wow. Who would have thought, man? Not to be confused with Pizza Buffet, Anderson's local joint. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to offend anyone. How about it, man? Wow. What a what's some hot takes there, fellas. Nothing hotter than the pizza takes, too. And Wow, you guys just uh, you got me a little jealous that I didn't uh, have any takes tonight, but um, I think you, you took them for me. So. I feel like I got to respond to one of Mark's answers on the halftime hot seat. I feel like Crocs are perfectly reasonable to wear. I mean, I feel like you got to have them, right? I mean, if you just need a couple slide uh, slide into something to take the trash out, right? Whatever you might yeah. need to do, quick, quick errand run or pick up your pizza. I have I was, a pair outside. And you fit in perfectly. At <laughs> that was all, almost going to be on my list as well because I got a couple pairs. Really? There. So oh, yeah. so my thing is I don't wear them out of the house or the neighborhood, but I will wear them in my backyard because they're the only shoe I don't mind if I step in dog poop because you just hose them <laughs> off. <laughs> so they do have their, you know. Uh, they do hose off. Well, yeah. They hose off well. Better than <laughs> Converse. <laughs> Hey, well, that was a fun episode, man. All over the board, food hot takes, movie hot takes, fashion hot takes. I'm surprised Colin didn't have that one to five. But good time as always. And listen, we want to just thank Mark Webb Jr. once again for coming on the pod, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, thank you all for having me. This is always fun. Love what y'all are doing. I enjoy listening to episodes each week and um the merch is awesome as well oh, um yes. but you can just find me online mark webb jr on the social medias markwebbjr.com i'll kind of send you to everywhere i'm being a bit of a hermit now not posting as much but uh i'm in the shadows <laughs> Listen, one thing I will say is we all love Mark. It's becoming like the SNL tradition. I think you've been on this show more than any other guest. And as you continue to come on, I think once you hit five episodes, you get some sort of gold jacket, right, Kevin? Oh, yeah, provided. we got that. We got it, okay. yeah. Okay. And and Colin will customize it and put sequins on it for you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, well, And before we say anything else, guys, I just want to give another shameless plug to Brant Vest, who I mentioned live on <laughs> – 
this recording uh, that Todd said friends is average and his response was agree. So I just want to let you know, Colin, if that makes you mild or not. I don't know. Why are we still giving this dude air, Tom? <laughs> I mean, he had his chance to be on here and debate. That's things. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's the I ghost like of it. the machine. I like it, man. That's the lion. And uh, that's a good movie, right? Isn't that a movie? Michael Douglas. Shout out. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right, listen. Hey, find us on the Power Five Pod on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Email us. Let us know what you think about the hot takes. We'd love to hear. We're going to throw out a couple polls this week. We hope everybody has a good week. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be back to do it again next time. Say good night, Kevin. All right, all right. That was good. That was a fun time, Mark. We appreciate your time. Always have a good time.